Welcome to the Ask Dr. Boris podcast, the health and wellness podcast with Dr. Boris Del Cid and co-host Krissa Booth. Dr. Boris here and welcome to our podcast. And I'm Krissa Booth, your co-host and a single mom and realtor. All right, so let's talk about our legal department disclaimer. I am a doctor, but I'm not your doctor. So anything that we discuss here is for informational purposes. I would advise you to ask your healthcare provider if there's anything in this podcast that you pick and think it affects you. We're not diagnosing, treating, or giving you a prognosis of nada. So please do so and uh, in all seriousness, consult with your healthcare provider. So since this is the Ask Dr. Boris show, let's get into it. All right, so I think you're going to ask me about eating habits, healthy eating habits, correct? Correct. All right, so here's what happened. Last week, or last podcast, we talked about three very important things about diet, or I don't want to call it diet, eating healthy eating habits. We got to discuss what is the what, the when, and the how much. That will be foods. Right, so we discussed that last podcast, and we kind of did a lot of the when and the where, but today we're going to do the what. Okay, so we just touched bases on it. I mentioned that the what, the when, and the how much is a very important part of healthy eating habits, and we're going to dissect those three subjects. Today, we're only going to ask about the what. So ask me about what. Okay, well... I mean, what the heck is it? What What is a healthy eating habit? Great question. So it's a what do we eat? What oh. do we have to eat in order to maintain healthy eating habits? And it's a very interesting subject because there are many things that we have to eat. So are you going to get precise on exactly what to eat? Yes, and, and we're not going to get too geeky, although sometimes we do. And please interrupt me if I do, okay? Oh, I will. Okay, so the what. What does that mean? It's that what is it that we need to eat? We need to eat two major things, macronutrients and micronutrients. Do you want to ask me anything about that? Yeah, I do. So I don't know if many people know what macro and micronutrients are. And can you tell me what the difference is between them and why you're even bringing this up? Okay. Well, see, macronutrients are foods that we need in large quantities in order to produce energy and metabolize. In other words, make all our bodily functions happen. That's a macronutrient. And I'm going to touch basis on that, which one those are. The micronutrients are basically smaller units of, of nutrients that include vitamins and minerals, which are also very important and necessary in order to metabolize and give us energy. So do we need macro and micronutrients at every meal? Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that. You want to know what the macronutrients are? Yes, I do. Well, you're supposed to ask me that. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm getting ahead of myself. What are the macronutrients anyway? Okay, so macronutrients are carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. Those are the three macronutrients that we must eat on every meal. Okay, one, two, three. Everyone remember those. What were the three? Carbohydrates, uh -huh. proteins, proteins, and fats. fats. Okay. All right. And then the micro? Oh, that was, that was the micro. 
No, no, those those are the macro, those big, are the macros. large. Okay. We need those in, in large quantities. So the and micronutrients are? Those will be the vitamins, vitamins and minerals. Okay, vitamins and minerals, so those two. Okay, so explain why we need all of this. Well, again, as, as I was discussing it prior, we need these in order for us to establish all kinds of different functions in our body in order to metabolize, in order to live, we need these macronutrients and micronutrients. So for instance, carbohydrates, one of the macronutrients, we have two types, okay? And this is a subject that's been discussed really extensively because we wanna know what, which ones are the good nutrients uh, or carbohydrates and which ones are the quote unquote bad carbs. Well, I'm confused because micronutrients are vitamins, right? Aren't the vitamins in the proteins, the fats, and the carbs? Well, yes and no, but we want to discuss those a little bit later. Let me okay. let me just tell you a little bit about the carbohydrates. Okay. So we have two main types, simple and complex. Simple carbohydrates, they release sugars, really fat, into our bloodstream. Complex are slow releasing. On the simple and fast releasing, we have two types. One that is just one sugar, we call those monosaccharides. And then there's other ones called disaccharides, which are two units of sugars. Now, on the complex, it goes as larger chains. And those are, that's the reason why it's slow releasing, because it takes our body longer to break them down. So anything after two units of sugar, it's a complex carbohydrate. Okay. And they happen to, be, to have two different uh, designations. One is called the oligosaccharides. That means two to 10 units of sugar. So how do we get two units of sugar? Like exactly what food would only have two units of sugar in it? Those are more simple sugars. These are the ones that are refined sugars. These are the ones that are processed. Like sugar cane that is white, you get pasta, you get rice. Those are the ones that are really devoid of those big chains. So those are simple because they have been taken their complexity away. That's why we call those complex Well, can we break it down? What exactly is a carb? It's a sugar. It's, okay. a, it's a fancy name for a so sugar. So what, what foods, like name five foods that are a carb and the difference between simple and complex? So for instance, Refined sugars, those are carbohydrates. But that sugar that you put in your coffee that is white, it's actually a refined carbohydrate it's because it's simple. And the simplicity of it allows your body to break it down faster and it hits your bloodstream in a quick fashion. And there's an index that is called a glycemic index that tells you how quickly, how fast sugars get into your bloodstream. So if I put molasses in my coffee or white sugar in my coffee, is there any difference? Yeah, there, there are, there are. But it's uh, still a simple? Those are simple sugars. Okay. Liquid, molasses will probably be a little bit, that probably go into the disaccharide because it's, it's still a refined or simpler sugar, but it gets to your bloodstream a bit faster because it's a liquid. So I'm gonna give you some, some examples. So. Okay. The monosaccharides, one sugar, they only carry one molecule of those, and the, the most common one is glucose, which is in our blood, we call it blood glucose. 
and it has it, it's the main source of energy for our brain. I remember mentioning that in the past that our brain only works on sugar. Well, I, it's not only on sugar, but it also uses ketones. Mm -hmm. But that's you know for another podcast. Now, another monosaccharide or single sugar would be fructose, and those are the sugars that we see in fruits. Then there's other ones that are called galactose well, uh, sugars. Well, not to be confused with high, high fructose corn syrup, right? Well, that's a super simple sugar, too. That is, that's one of the worst enemies that right. we have. So galactose is basically glucose, but with a different molecular arrangement. I promise we're gonna, we were not gonna geek out, but just take that as, um, as information. Will fruits be under this category or? Yeah, fructose, we just, we just uh, mentioned that. Okay. Fructose is fruit sugars. So, and the monosaccharides, we have glucose, which is just sugar. We have it in our blood, that's blood glucose. And that's the most important source, or the main source of energy for our brain. Because when your sugar levels in your bloodstream, or blood glucose goes down, your brain takes that as, hey, I'm getting low in fuel. And then it starts a reaction that triggers your hunger. Fructose, fruit sugars. So those are the monosaccharides, one sugar molecule. Now the two sugar uh, saccharides, disaccharides, we got the sucrose, which is like examples, sugar cane, sugar beets, fruits, vegetables, nuts, they give, you, give us those. What about bread? Bread will probably be into, yeah, I, I would say it's, it's, it's in the disaccharides one. Okay. Lactose, sugar found in milk and milk products. Dairy? And then there's also maltose. All dairy? Dairy, correct. Okay. Now let's go into the complex carbohydrates. Complex carbohydrates are slow releasing because it takes your body longer to break them down. So are these better for you because they take a longer Certainly. time? Certainly, absolutely. Okay. Because they will not reach your bloodstream so quick that you're gonna have to respond by, your brain will respond by sending signals to your pancreas and saying produced enormous amount of insulin in order to break it down. So, so those simple ones are the ones that have the kids overreacting with all the sugar dose. Well, and yeah, the complex they, ones are the better ones for them. Remember, it's an energy source. So right. for kids, not just kids, but people, adults in general, actually have similar response. So complex carbohydrates. Okay. We have categories. From two to 10 sugar molecules, they're called oligosaccharides. From 10 and above, we call those polysaccharides. Now, let's go straight to those. 10 or more sugar units. The reason that's important because of two things, starches. We eat quite a bit of starches, and that's where we get you know, the breads and the pastas and the potatoes and, and, and all starchy foods. Now, Starches are used in order to produce glycogen. Glycogen is stored glucose or sugar. Mm -hmm. What happens is your body packages them up. One to 500 units of sugar get packaged up in one unit of glucose. I mean, uh, glycogen, sorry. And glycogen is stored in two, I don't wanna call them areas, but 80% of glycogen is stored in your liver. Are we the, talking about only and polysaccharides? Yeah, we're only polysaccharides, sorry. Okay. Yeah. So polysaccharides meaning 10 and more Shivers. glucose units. Okay. So glycogen, we stored 80% of it in our liver. 
20% in our muscles. Now, you've heard of the aerobic and anaerobic cycles? No, I don't know no? what that means. Okay, so when you're, when you're weightlifting, you're using, for the first eight to 10 minutes, you're using that glycogen, which is stored sugar in our muscles. You're using that in order for the muscles to contract. We need that glycogen in our muscles to make, make that fuel available. Don't so we need protein for that? You're going ahead, that's protein. <laughs> We're gonna go dis discuss protein a little bit later. Okay. Glucose packaged into glycogen sent to the muscles allow those muscles to contract. Everything that you use in your body requires energy. So when you're doing weightlifting, let's say, and you're engaging is what is called the anaerobic phase of uh, that weightlifting, the first eight to 10 minutes, your body or, or those muscles are only using that glycogen, that energy stored in, those, in, in the muscle tissue in order to contract. Wait, so you're saying we have to work out more than 10 minutes? <laughs> Correct, if you want to burn a more efficient uh. source of uh, fuel. Uh. So after that, after the first eight to 10 minutes, you engage into what is called the anaerobic exercise mode. And that's when adenosine triphosphate or ATP is generated by you know the inclusion of oxygen. That's what is called aerobic exercise. Depending on the intensity of the workout, then you will recruit a more efficient source of energy which is fat or lipids. But we're getting, we're going away from, from, right. from this subject. And you ask great questions because this leads into other subjects that we're going to discuss. So let's go back to starches being okay. the, 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 the main source of glycogen that we put into our muscles and then 80% goes into our liver. Now, 80% being in our liver that just assures us that we are not going to run out of glycogen or, or, or glucose in our, in our bloodstream because our, our, our liver has it. So people are going like, well, I need my carbs. Yeah, but don't worry. You're never going to run out of uh, carbohydrates because of the liver having 80% of that content. So that glycogen is quickly broken down into glucose. Now, we also have another type of polysaccharide, which are called cellulose or insoluble fiber. What does that mean? Like, what are those? We don't break. Cellulose is the outside structure of a nutrient that we cannot break down. So that's actually the wall of a plant cells. So the cells have these structure that we, we do not have an enzyme to break it down. So that's why an insoluble fiber is very, very important to be introduced in our diet because fiber actually absorbs fats in, in, and also make bulk in our, in our large intestine and allow us to get rid of things that we need to get rid of. So that was all kind of summing up carbs. Do we need to add proteins and fats as okay, well? Okay, I want to make one more point. The oligosaccharides and other non-starch polysaccharides reduce digestibility of fat and proteins. And remember last time, I think, I remember saying, if you're gonna eat a carbohydrate, eat fiber or a protein. And that's nuts? Well, nuts, nuts can give you sugar. So fiber will be things that have cellulose in it. Kind of like 
you know, vegetables, not kind of, vegetables are fiber. Celery or like what's it? Celery will be one of those, okay. yes. So indigestible um, or you cannot break down these um, cellulose, those are uh, undigestible um, fiber. That's, that's the key note. Now, whenever you hear terms like this, and I'm talking this, you know, about our podcast listeners, write them down and query them in, into your um, search engine and find out what those are. Because if we were to go and explain each one of these terms, will we, you know, I'm just trying to figure longer. out, because you said that fibers are very important, maybe a couple of fibers that we can have on the go to integrate into our daily lives. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you those in a little bit. Okay. You're so smart, you get ahead of my I'm trying of, to involve it in our daily lives, how to. Do you think I was going to tell, tell you about this and not tell you which one those are? Uh, so fats and proteins, we want to have those, in, you know, not instead of, but if you're gonna eat carbohydrates, you wanna have fats and proteins first. If not, then eat fiber, insoluble fiber. In the category of good carbohydrates, unprocessed, any of the carbohydrates that are unprocessed or mini minimally processed, whole grain, vegetables, fruits, and legumes. Legumes are beans, which contain, those contain lectins, and we're gonna talk about lectins future but just a, a little excerpt on, on lectins those are carbohydrate binding proteins which interfere with the digestion of fats and or proteins and they are highly inflammatory they produce inflammation in our body and among the most common conditions we call it it's called leaky gut syndrome which is damage in the lining of the intestinal walls and what's so, the cause of that it's inflammation inflammation and, and, and okay. lectins are directly related to that we'll okay. talk about that so now you mentioned proteins yes what do you want to know about protein since protein is the third most important part of our diet we need to integrate it into every meal how should we be going about this protein subject okay so remember all three macronutrients are equal in importance. You need to have them. But we will discuss ratios of it, percentages. Okay. I'm not discussing them in any particular order of importance. So we're going to go with proteins. And then, obviously, last but not least will be fats. And then we'll go into the micro nutrients. And so that's proteins. why I keep bringing up the exact food so we don't get lost in the language for anyone that doesn't really understand. We're going to be giving that information of specific proteins and, and carbs and fats and all that a little bit at a time in later okay. podcasts. So for now we're just discussing generally what these macronutrients are. Proteins are the building blocks of all tissues in our body and it includes your bones, your muscles. Remember you said, don't we need proteins for our muscles? Yeah, our muscles are made of protein, but it's not the only tissue that protein is involved. Bones are actually in the need of protein and other things such as calcium and vitamin D in order to you know, make that happen. But right. want everybody to know that proteins are building blocks of tissue in our body. Now, so protein is the makeup of our muscle and bone system among, structure? Um, um, among all other systems, okay. yeah. Our skin, our the internal lining of our intestines, the cardiac muscle, I mean, you name it. Everything is protein. We need protein. So these proteins are large molecules. And as I mentioned, they're the building blocks of all our tissues. 
But then, what makes protein? Proteins are made out of amino acids. Those are the building blocks of proteins. And amino acids actually form a chain. When they get arranged in a specific way, they form a protein. Basically, we need amino acids to build proteins. Can we absorb protein on its own, or do we have to have something else with the protein to absorb it in our body? Well, again, let's, let's talk about that in a little bit. Okay. They first need to be broken down. So I like to explain first how proteins are arranged using the analogy of you get a chain, okay? And those cha that chain is made of 20 links, okay? Each link, think about them as the amino acids. Those amino acids are those building blocks for a chain, right? Mm -hmm. So when you have those amino acids, 10, 20 amino acids put together in different arrangements, they make proteins that make specific tissue. These amino acids, I mentioned there are 20. Nine of them are called essential amino acids. Okay, so you wanna ask me first, what are essential amino acids? Operative, go ahead, ask yeah, me. Yeah, what are the essential amino acids? Perfect. One, two, and three. There are nine essential amino acids. Nine, nine correct. Okay. Essential means that our body does not synthesize them or produce them in, in, in plain English. Where do we get those? We get those from proteins that we eat from our diet. So we need those nine essential amino acids in order to produce the other 11 non-essential amino acids. Yeah, so you said the nine essential amino acids. Are those protein or, or are we off on something else Great now? question. So proteins are made of amino acids, okay? That's why I said the amino acids are the building blocks of proteins. Go back to the chain. When you have a chain that is made of links, 20 of them are, are those amino acids. And we need nine essential amino acids in order to make those other 11. So we're going to have those amino acids make specific chains of proteins in order to make tissues. Well, how can you explain that in a day-to-day -day term where people would understand it and put it into effect in a diet? Because okay. it sounds like a lot of words. Perfect. Meat, let's say. Okay. Now or eggs somewhere. or fish. Protein coming from meats, eggs, or, or fish, okay? Eggs. Your body takes it, you, buy, you start chewing it and all that, and it gets to your, your stomach. Acids break them down. They get that chain and break down and disassemble those amino acids, those links. So when that happens, then your body goes, oh, okay, this is in the bloodstream, and now I can make arrangements with other non-essential amino acids and produce other non-essential amino acids and make proteins from it that will become skin or become muscle or become bone and, and other tissues in your body. So the type of protein is what's important, the type of protein. Yeah, well, it's, the type of protein is made for specific tissues, but the type of protein that you ingest comes from different sources. So let me, let me move forward a little bit. I need to go to fats, okay, so I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go to fats. You. So the last one that we didn't touch on yet was fats. What is the okay. fats? Fats are also known as lipids, and they provide us with energy. 
They also insulate our vital organs and they help in the process of making enzymes, allow us to, vitamins that are fat soluble, they're allowed to be assimilated through our bloodstream. Those are the micronutrients that we need to discuss. So most importantly is that we have two types, two common types of fats or lipids, unsaturated fats and saturated fats, okay? The non-saturated fats and polyunsaturated fats are the most beneficial for us. Once we get into the saturated fats, that's when we start having problems. So for example, three healthy fats and three unhealthy fats. Okay, omega-3 fatty acids, those are polysaturated fats. Those are very, very important for us. Monosaturated fats, like fats that we get from avocados, olive, you know, olive oil, pecans, pumpkin seeds, things of that nature. So macadamia nuts. By the way, you owe me some. <laughs> Anyways, coconut oil though, although it's a non-saturated, it's a saturated fat, it's beneficial for us, but we'll talk about it later. What are micronutrients? Vitamins and minerals. Fat-soluble vitamins, A, D, E, and K. Water-soluble, B, and C. And then we have trace minerals. Trace minerals are pretty much calcium, sodium, potassium, iodine, zinc, etc. And those are needed in order to get all these complex, I guess, reactions in our physiology in order to make proteins and tissue and all that stuff. So, All right, so can we discuss carbs, proteins, and fats. Can you just give me a quick idea for a lunch idea of what is a healthy lunch with all well, we want We want to discuss that in, in, in detail later, but we have to have low carbohydrates, higher fats, and higher proteins. And the ratios that are useful for us and beneficial, we will discuss in, in detail later. But not, not as much carbs, not as many carbs as Cut it's been used. And recap, today we talked about the what, and that being the macro and the micronutrients. We have proteins, carbohydrates, and fats on the macro and the micro. We have vitamins and minerals. Okay, so we're, we're segwaying into when. That will be our next, next uh, podcast. All right, that's been great information. We've been discussing the what, the where, and the how. So we're going to wrap this up. If you want more information, I'll tell you about that. Follow us, like us, subscribe. We're on Podomatic. Please follow us on Podomatic. We have something to divulge. Podcasts are usually free. Right. Ours is not. It comes with a price. You want to know what that is? I do. Like us, subscribe, and tell other people. So the what, the when, and the how much. Today we did the what. The what is what we eat and what it all entitles. Carbohydrates, proteins, fats, and micronutrients being vitamins and minerals. So keep those in mind. We're going to discuss them in detail in uh, other podcasts. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Please like and subscribe and follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Dr. Boris TV.